I was thinking, I was thinking, this has something to do with consume. Why? Like, to, like you know, like after this, I eat breakfast. <laughs> Douglas Slim and Juanita, the podcast. So, Douglas, you were saying something about our economy and your Singaporean friend. He wasn't making fun of us, right? Actually, quite the opposite. Because everyone seems to be talking about a global recession. Either it's already happening or it's coming very, very soon. Yeah. And remember my friend who came back from Singapore uh, for a few days? Oh, that one. He's the guy you were dramatically trying to find for 20 minutes <laughs> in the mall, right? Yeah. <laughs> Definitely. Okay. Actually, I think time-wise, uh, he lost a lot on the trip back. You know, did you know he spent almost nine hours driving from Singapore to KL? What? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was probably stuck in Johor for four hours. No, right? Not even Johor. On yeah? the causeway. Oh my God. He was stuck in between countries because that was when, <laughs> was when we had our school holidays. And Singapore also had their school holidays. Right. So it was major havoc. Lah. Plus, guy was traveling with kids and all. Okay. H- how old are his kids? Uh, the, the firstborn, George, he's four. Uh, then he also had, just recently had twins. And they're like, uh, I don't know, three months, four months. I can't, oh. I can't tell. They're cranky and noisy. I want to eat all the time. So. Right. <laughs> Some people in their 40s can be like that also, right? <laughs> <laughs> Why say like that? You're not 40 so so. <laughs> okay, so no, anyway. My friend has been working and living in Singapore for quite a few years already. Okay. He's noticed a few things. So, for example, businesses in Singapore are slowly being closed one by one because a lot of them are owned by foreign, by, by people from China. Oh, okay. So, and because things aren't going that well for China, you know, mm-hmm. business-wise, it's also affecting Singapore. Well, China is still busy fighting COVID, so... Yeah, yeah. I mean, I guess we all have our different priorities. <laughs> but what my friend noticed was that Malaysia was still relatively okay because when he was back, he went to Bangladesh. It was a, I think it was a Wednesday He went to Bangsa He was like Eh, hey, it's jumping man <laughs> Then he went to uh, Changkat on Thursday yeah. Also very packed And he was like Hey, you, you know Malaysians are really Not affected that much luck like, and party all <laughs> right? I was like Hey, did you check Their ICs or not? Maybe they were all Singaporean <laughs> Who came over here To party <laughs> Fly FM Wow, I feel so grown up today We're talking about finance <laughs> <laughs> But honestly With the price of everything Going up I seriously wonder How people sustain Going out these days <laughs> Like when I go out in a group, for example, it's cheaper. Okay. But I see my friends' bills, like when I'm not there, right? They send it in a group chat. It can go up to two thousand bucks. Are you sure your friends are not trying to buy over the business? <laughs> <laughs> okay, but usually in your group of friends, all right? How particular are you all about splitting the bill? Is it usually just you take the total then you divide equally among everyone, like a flat rate, or do you do a proper audit? You know, like the ones, mm. oh, you had two drinks, but the other person only had one drink, so the other person pays less. Yeah. Okay, so I think that's a trick. So this group is super particular when okay. it comes to dividing. They have a professional accountant, <laughs> okay, like keeping tabs. Then when it's all over, they send out the breakdown, like, okay, who who owes 200? This fellow ordered a lot, so they have to pay 500. Mm. Couples, though, they pay even less because they share, share. Yeah, when I go out with my wife and her group of friends, yeah. they've got a very interesting uh, payment division system one, no? Uh-huh. At the end of the night, when it's time for the bill, uh, they will give to me. <laughs> But see, but they don't know my cunning plan. I pay using my credit card, which is a supplementary of my wife's card. Ah, so actually, she's paying. Boom. From which account? You let me have my small victories, can or not? You have to pecha lobang. But it's not just the money, right? It's the time. And as you get older, you, you kind of seem to have more responsibilities. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. like with this morning show... 
I don't have my nights anymore. Zero. And, and honestly, I don't even want to go out. Like after I do the show, all I want to do is go home and sleep. Before I did the morning show, I was out around like four to five times a week, man. Yeah. That's the party animal I am, you know. <laughs> Until ten o'clock, is it? <laughs> no, no. And sometimes these events it be a two in one because I would go to the venue to perform comedy first. Oh. Then I would stay for the after party after that. But not anymore, man. Because I, you know, actually, if I think back, I stopped all this going out for about three years already. Oh, mm. why did you stop? Because now you party at home by yourself. Or? <laughs> Yeah, me, myself, and I, <laughs> best company ever. No lah. I mean, especially you get older, yeah. you get more responsibilities, you, you get wiser, and then COVID happened lah. <laughs> you couldn't go anywhere at that time. Like if you were outside at 10 p.m., the police will come and catch you on Masuk Alam. <laughs> yeah, 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 I cannot be for very scary. <laughs> Fly FM. So this 10-year-old Malaysian boy breaks the Guinness World Record for fastest time to pack a school bag. <laughs> nice. I think it's because he has Malaysian parents because. He you know lah, right? If your mother asks, hey, "Have you packed your school bag?" and you dare say no, <laughs> the rotan is gonna come out. <laughs> You'll be packing yeah. so fast, flash also loose to you, man. <laughs> True. Service Warren Yogis Warren is his name, and he managed to pack a school bag in 31.33 seconds, <laughs> which is now certified by Guinness World Records being the fastest in the under 16 division. Oh, I think another advantage he had. Apart mm-hmm. from having Malaysian parents, is because <laughs> these were probably the Matsale style school bags, you know, right? Because Guinness World of Records, I think they everything has to be standardized. Oh, yeah, like one like one set of requirements. But if you are used to the Malaysian school bag already, where you have to pack like half the house inside, <laughs> you've seen right our Malaysian kids yeah. inside they have got a textbook lah, workbook, revision book, exercise book. <laughs> Then suddenly you move to the Matsale school bag where it's probably one laptop, one thumb drive. <laughs> Might be a lot easier, you know. <laughs> Probably, but this kid is not just fast with packing bags. Okay, he's also broken the record for being the fastest in reciting aircraft names in like under six minutes. <laughs> he recited 213 names, but he's also able to recite 200 dinosaur names in just two and a half minutes. <laughs> yeah, he's one of those overachieving kids, lah, right? Who make you look at yourself and go, "Man, I think I just wasted my life." <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't know. This is cool, but I don't think he'll help him when he starts working. Why? Why so mean? <laughs> No lah, because when you're in the office, everyone will say, "Oh, you're so good. Ah, uh, you do so fast. Then you do everything lah." <laughs> True, so. Uh. But anyway, congratulations to uh, Saris Warren. Thank you yes. for continuing Malaysia's legacy in doing things fast. <laughs> no, because because we love it, right? Because in Malaysia, we don't just have posts. We have posts laju. Yeah. It's automatic already fast, right? <laughs> we are so fast. We change an entire government in just one langkah. <laughs> <laughs> so well done, my friend. Fly FM. So we were talking about this 10-year-old Malaysian boy who has the Guinness World Record for packing a school bag and reciting 213 aircraft names. And he got us wondering, did you do anything as a kid that you're proud of? Irfan. Hello, Anita and Douglas. Hi. So what did you do as a kid that you're proud of? I used to doodle for money. Wow. Oh. Well, making making money or business-minded always so young. What what did you doodle? What uh, cartoons? Yeah. When I was primary three, I used to draw really well. The other students think I did, so they would ask me to draw random things, like a monkey who's also Batman, <laughs> like a snail wearing a skateboard on his head, monkey so. Batman. <laughs> yeah, so okay. to me, it was fun, so I did it. And then, uh, draw on yeah. on what? On like art block or on their their no, exercise book? On, on the exercise book that is not yet been written. So then the teachers hold them when you reach the, that page. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> and you and you and you would charge the money. Uh, at first I did it. I just did it for fun. But mm. then one kid 
started paying me So I thought Oh I can start business What was the most expensive drawing you did? Yeah Oh it was when one of the seniors One of the standard uh, six students uh, okay. Came down And he asked me to draw uh, like a head of anime character the, Goku, uh, the from Dragon Ball oh and then yeah he was like okay draw it head on and then this side I'm like why and he goes because he wants to glue it on top of his IC on his face <laughs> <laughs> what was it what character was it it was uh, Majin Buu one of the bad guys <laughs> Yeah. And that got me 50 cents Oh, you're fine Making it rain I mean, rain, rain coins lah. <laughs> I wonder if that guy Still has that picture On his IC <laughs> Cartoon It'd be so interesting though Because imagine if he's speeding uh-huh. Right now And then he's tahan by the police <laughs> Police is like Oh, ni Mr. Majimbun <laughs> Cepat sangat pergi mana je Pergi lawan Goku tuan <laughs> Fly so it was the Emmys recently And to get the latest Hottest Hollywood gossip I of course visited My pharmacist Mandy I also recorded The conversation Because she's so funny I have to share it with you Good morning Mandy Hello Juanita The embodiment of the gorgeous oh. Hey last time you were here I saw out all the sleeping medicine You know Oh why? I've got all the guys here After they see you They cannot sleep <laughs> Just keep thinking of you Thinking of you And some of these guys are Clearly no brain one So I still don't know What they think we what <laughs> Anyway, okay. you hear about the Emmy Awards, right? Oh, there was quite a lot of the surprise winners, you know? Yeah. And many people slapped themselves in disbelief. But better to slap yourself out than have some joker go on stage and slap you all, right? <laughs> the other award show, am I so shameful? Very. Anyway, I think Mandy uh, can be a fortune teller, you know, because early, early already, I prediction uh, the HBO succession show will win the best drama. Really? You know why or not? Why? Because they choose the perfect feng shui name. Uh, it's a succession. Oh. That's why success law. Yeah. Uh, if they choose the name is Failsion, then Dyer. <laughs> but you know, the succession show uh, is about a family and they all backstab each other. You know? oh. I think Mandy wants to do an Asian version. Uh. No need script one. Just take one camera uh, and record when Mandy balik kampong for the Chinese New Year. Ah, Just the reunion dinner alone, uh, Wanita can show up to 20 episodes already. Uh. <laughs> Instead of succession, I uh, can call it Yi Sang Session. <laughs> and of course, Queen Zendaya. Yes, she won Best Dramatic Actress. Yes. Zendaya, yo, she is so multi-talented. Oh. Yeah. Can sing, can act, can dance. Not like your co-host, the Douglas Lee. Ma. <laughs> Just know how to act only. Act like can sing, act like can dance, act like can act. Every morning, give people head act. <laughs> then the Squid Game, oh my goodness, make the history by being the first non-English to win an award, silly or not, huh? Hmm. But that's that's me, no? That anyone also can win the Emmy now, you know? Then maybe Singapore also can one day win outstanding comedy show because every time <laughs> I watch the Singapore cooking show, ah, so funny, lah. <laughs> Many just laugh and laugh at how they fail. Ah, yo, thanks, Mandy. Hey, how come you put adult diapers in my bag? Ah, yeah, one please give to your co-worker the darkness team and ask him to use the face. Mask law because his face and backside are no different. Wow, okay, thank you, Mandy. Fly FM. So F1 is unlikely to return to Malaysia anytime soon. Actually, uh, all the F1 teams are afraid to come, you know, because they're scared they lose to Myvi. <laughs> 
<laughs> the circuit chief said that uh, the government will be focusing its efforts on rebuilding the economy from the pandemic and that they may reconsider its options only after two to three years. Wait, wait if I'm not mistaken, they stopped even before the pandemic, right? Yeah, so the Sepang track last hosted the Grand Prix in 2017, I think. Yeah. And then dropped out of the F1 calendar in 2018 because of the rising cost of hosting the event. And if I'm not mistaken, Singapore got this deal because they can do it cheaper, but also because of the concert. So if Malaysia hosts it again, it should have more to it, not just the race. Malaysia, so we we have concerts one, but Singapore's one, I think, why it's cheaper? So is because theirs is a street circuit. Uh, it's it's held on the actual streets of Singapore, so when there's no F1, people can actually use the road, like if I'm not mistaken. Right. Whereas ours is a dedicated circuit out in the sticks in Sepang, my friend. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Where they need to maintain it, even when there's no one using it, or no. Okay. So, like, have you attended any F1 races in Sepang or not? Uh, no, I have uh, not. Ayo. okay. So. <laughs> Uh, I thought maybe you mean to one at least, but no. No. I've been about uh, three times already. Okay. And now I've enjoyed myself every time, huh? But there are issues because first of all, it's it's quite far, lah. <laughs> Unless you yeah. live in Sepang, right? It's quite far to drive there. And parking has always been a headache. One, it, it, you have to park at these uh, outdoor slots, and it's muddy. Oh yeah, yeah. I've seen that because I've gone to host events uh, outside the race. Ah, ah. Yeah. Yeah. So it's not optimum. Mm-hmm. And uh, there was one year we decided, okay, lah. Let's not drive there. Let's take the bus because they had bus services from. KLCC. Okay. But then when ballet time, <laughs> not enough buses. <laughs> How can there not be enough buses? I, I don't know. Maybe they didn't expect so many people to leave at the same time because, as I said, there was a concert still happening. Oh, maybe they heard you were performing. <laughs> oh, I reached out. <laughs> oh, so everybody faster chambered. Uh. Yeah. Okay, but as I said, uh, it was a fun experience uh-huh. um, because it's not like watching on TV one, when you go for the F1 race there. First of all, the sound. Of yeah. the Formula One cars, it's amazing. It's really loud. It's really manly and macho. <laughs> oh, and and God. most of the time, you can't see the cars, but you can hear them. Really, it's very it's very exciting. And it's very oh, coming, 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 okay, coming, 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 coming. Vroom! And they're gone. <laughs> Just like that, right? And you'll be like, it's okay. Everybody calm down. This will happen again 45 more times. You wait, huh? You wait, huh? Oh, coming, uh, coming, coming. <laughs> so, so it's noisy and repetitive is what you're saying. Yeah. Kind of like our politics. <laughs> That's why we like it so much. No. Fly FM. So we have a co-worker here who is a movie reviewer on YouTube. He has 11 followers oh, now. Yeah, went out. And we thought it'd be fun to bring him in to talk about his favorite movies. It's time for Mosin's Movie Review. Hello, Mosin. Hello, Juanita. Congratulations on the sea shanty video. My uncle sent it to me on WhatsApp. I thought it was very nice. Thank you. So since you all have been talking about Formula One racing, I think I also should talk about one of my favorite movies about a race. Okay. This movie is so exhilarating that my heart beat faster and faster and faster and faster like EDM music. Oh wow! It's about this guy who has uh, been in one race, you know, and he's very good. But one day he hits a deer while driving and he throws down. Oh no! Yes, so his girlfriend invite him to a kandui at her house uh, to make him feel better. Okay. On the way to the kandui, he feel nervous about meeting the girlfriend's family for the first time. Okay, uh, but the family actually turns out to be very nice to him, and they all love him. 
Okay. But at the Kendui, ah, tiba-tiba, he started to feel that the people there actually prefer a different ways, not dear punya ways. So mm. he tried to leave, but everyone forced him to stay overnight. You know, so scary. Right. Then in the house, he slowly finds out that his girlfriend punya ex all are from the same ways, but oh. they all die. Okay. Because her family santau them and steal their body. Wait, 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 Mohsen, are you talking about that Jordan Peele movie Get Out? Yes, precisely. Okay, so the race you're talking about is black Americans and white Americans. Obviously, I said it's a movie about race. First sentence, ada cakap. Well, I thought you were going to talk about car racing. <laughs> Wanita, please uh, don't be silly. Cars don't have ethnicity. <laughs> Okay, Mohsen, I suppose you're right. So, how do you rate this movie? Okay, so it's it's a thrilling, suspenseful movie exploring the social horrors of being part of a minority race. So, one star. Why only one star? No, because when I was watching the movie, I realized there were many inaccuracies. For example, they say that the white people are the majority race, mm-hmm. but uh, I don't think so because they are only in Bangsa, Changkat, and Hatamas. This is very <laughs> inaccurate. Not recommended. Okay, thank you. That was Mo. Sense movie review. It's more sense movie reviews. So we celebrated Malaysia Day over the weekend And to properly celebrate it Douglas wrote a Malaysia Day shanty <laughs> People loved it Made its rounds on WhatsApp That's how you know it's successful, you know When people <laughs> take the video Rip it from social media Put it on WhatsApp And share among their uncle and auntie groups Yes, and now we're going to play it again Because Douglas worked really hard on it Here we go, the Malaysia Day shanty Oi, oi. Have you heard of a little country That I call my home Friendly faces all around me everywhere I roam We come in different colors even different sounding names But we all have Malaysian blood that's running through our veins Hand in hand, arm in arm Look out world cause here we come Over land and sea I'm still Malaysian as can be We may have our squabbles and our petty little fights But back us to the corner and by God we will unite We've got a keyboard army that will haunt you night and day And more will join the battle soon for now they're on the way Hand in hand, arm in arm, look out world cause here we come Over land and sea I'm still Malaysian as can be I know a shanty's not Malaysian culture, bear with me As I flip the language and adjust the melody Jong jong inai ma ipong raja wali Sebak tunggul inai berdarah ibu kaki Hand in hand, arm in arm, look out world cause here we come Over land and sea I'm still Malaysian as can be Over land and sea I'm still Malaysian as can be Fly FM. So it's been a very interesting 18 hours. Okay, okay. <laughs> Now, in case you don't know, Douglas knows lah. Douglas knows everything. Everyone knows. Believe me, everyone knows. Go. <laughs> But in case you don't know lah, okay. Jonathan is this guy that I've been seeing for the past year and a bit. Yeah, and we talk about him every day. Yeah. Every day that we're on. Which <laughs> 
<laughs> a lot of things happen with him lah. Uh, we've talked about getting married and okay. selling down and everything. So I know that that's coming. I just don't know when because he wants it to be a surprise, right? Mm. But yesterday this happened. So we were at church because okay. he comes to church with me. Um, and my pa- my parents are the pastors of the church, right? So usually after church in in this hall, about for 200, 250 people, okay. everybody leaves, right? Music team maybe is still there, a few people, but the serious conversations are had after church with my parents at the front. Okay. To yesterday, I see Jonathan sitting with my parents. <gasps> yeah. So I don't know, right? I'm like, oh my god, are they trying to you know talk to him about spirituality? <laughs> <laughs> so what do you do? So, do, you, do you try and find out? Yeah, I tried to walk up to them mm-hmm. and then my sister is there. She's pulling on my hand. She's like, don't go. So I'm like, what? I, I don't say anything. I try again. And again, three times she stops me. <laughs> and I'm like, what are you doing? Why are you stopping me from going and saving my boyfriend, right? <laughs> so then she's like, I don't know. I, I don't know. I'm sorry. Okay, okay, wait. How is the relationship between Jonathan and your parents though? Uh, it's good. Yeah, they they like each other. Uh, they respect him. He respects them because he always shows up uh, for like family functions and for church as well. So that's good. Okay, so you think they were talking about the you know the future and the uh, yeah. So I think that he was asking them for permission to marry me, mm-hmm. which means he's going to propose very soon. <laughs> But I don't know, right? I don't want to like get my hopes up. So in the car after the whole thing, I asked him about it, and he said, "Oh, actually, they had a chat with me because they were disappointed. We were planning a trip to go somewhere because you cannot do these trips if you're not married, right? Right. So I was like, mm, okay, that's fine. That's but then he wasn't acting like they like had. Yeah, because I know him, right? If he were to have that conversation with them, he would be very devastated. He'll probably want to cancel the trip, and he'll be very upset. But this one, he was like, let's put some music on. And he was smiling, and I was driving right, so he think I didn't see him. But I looked over to the side, and he was holding my left hand, and like smiling at my ring finger. Okay, this is so obvious, really. Right. It's so, so it's, it's either okay, either he's thinking of popping the question very very soon. Yeah. Or he wants to buy you a glove. <laughs> <laughs> either way, it's win win for you. <laughs> I don't know. We'll see if there's any more suspicious behavior this week. Because right now it's all speculations. I don't uh, want to get my hopes up. Yeah, it's up. Yeah, hope was up already, lah. <laughs> Confirm. Fly FM. So in India, this groom ran away from his wedding because his first wife showed up with the police. <laughs> These things actually happen, lah. Yeah. So, so that means Bollywood movies are not movies. You know, they're documentaries. <laughs> So what happened was he didn't tell his first wife that he was marrying another woman. So when she found out, she took the police and crashed the <laughs> crashed the wedding. Right. So when the article came out, they said that the groom's whereabouts are still unknown. Yeah, and if he wants his whereabouts to remain unknown, he can learn, you know, from our chubby spectacled China man. <laughs> Six years, the whole country looking for him. Ah, uh, still cannot find him. That's terrible. Oh yo, I actually crashed a wedding before. <laughs> <laughs> Which ex was this? Please enlighten us. <laughs> no, it wasn't an ex. No? Uh, it was his content creator guy. Uh, apparently, it's so random. But one of his fans invited him for their wedding. Okay. And then he told me like, okay, he doesn't know anybody. He asked me to teman him. So you didn't crash lah. You just went as an un- as a what unintended guest lah. Unintended, uninvited Unin- guest lah. <laughs> more like. But 
how sure are you your content creator friend wasn't yeah. trying to make it into a date that's the thing okay i was also scared so i messaged him beforehand and i was like hey this is nothing special right like we're just going as friends and he's like yeah 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 of course you know just friends okay i said okay, i just wanted to make sure because i don't want to give you hopes right okay. but halfway through the wedding i'm sitting there thinking because the fella drove all the way to Shah Alam to pick me up for the wedding then confirm it's a date attempt <laughs> no one will go all the way to Shah Alam to pick up just a friend people yeah. in Shah Alam also wouldn't do that to people from Shah Alam <laughs> right so after the wedding we went to Bangsa sat down uh, we like met a few people you know that we, we knew still was, like, hanging out with the fella still hanging out with the fella <laughs> as friends but I'm thinking this doesn't look good man so I messaged my friends they came I left with them after that <laughs> No, but I wonder what his game plan was going to be. Like, what, get you get you to a wedding and yeah. then, you know, say, you see, you see the two of them in love, oh? You want to try? <laughs> <laughs> Since we're here, might as well. Uh. <laughs> so horrible. I don't know. Uh. But speaking of this cheating, running away groom, have you ever cheated before? Huh? Wait. <laughs> We're not on your spouse, not in a relationship, but right. on like an exam or at school. Oh, <laughs> yeah, yes, yes. <laughs> Thank you for qualifying me. Fly FM. So we were talking about this cheating husband who ran away from his wedding because his first wife showed up with the police. You're a good guy, Douglas. You never do this. But, <clears throat> but it got me wondering if you've ever cheated before in an exam or like a school test. I got exposed for cheating. Get this, huh? Ting, 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 in Mandarin tuition. How do you cheat in Mandarin <laughs> tuition? Okay, so my, you know, my mom sent me for Mandarin tuition with our neighbor Mrs. Poon, right? Okay. And she's the one that begged my mom to stop sending me because I was such a horrible student. <laughs> oh yeah, because apparently your calligraphy was killing the Chinese language or something like that, right? <laughs> yes, yes, that one. But it wasn't just my calligraphy that was appalling. Because uh, okay, for Chinese words, I, I, I don't know if there's a way of figuring out the word. Mm-hmm. I haven't like learned that because all Chinese words are symbols. Like you know, they're just like one picture, right? Yeah, yeah. And yeah. to learn the Chinese word, you have to look at it, memorize it, and write it repeatedly and store it in your head. And I was just very oh. bad at this. Oh, is that why Chinese school students always complain that they have a lot of homework because mm-hmm. they have to write the same word over and over yeah. again? Yeah, it's super right. labor intensive. It takes a lot of time. Mm-hmm. So I had this workbook with one word on every page. Mm-hmm. Uh, the first uh, one was run, which means man. The second one was ko, which means mouth, and so on. And so forth. Okay. So my job was actually to look at the word, memorize it, write it repeatedly. Yeah. But I'm lazy, la. I didn't do that. So what I did was I memorized the sequence oh. of the workbook <laughs> as opposed to the symbol, right? Oh. So so when Mrs. Poon tested me, I would remember la, don't worry, she opened the first page, it'll be run. Second page, co. Third page, you know, uh, like a door or something like that and continue. And initially she was <laughs> door, man, something. Uh, she, initially she was very impressed, but then I think she clued on because uh, there was one time I went tuition and she opened the middle of the book. Oh. Starting, starting book out in the middle. Show me one symbol. What is this? I was like, how I know, right? <laughs> so I was like, uh, I, I think I need to warm up first. Can we start from the beginning? Uh? <laughs> Like when you memorize the alphabet la, Like that day I asked you uh, What the ninth letter is And you had to go A, B, C, D, E, F, well, Then you don't need Is it? So you can automatically tell me What the 17th letter is <laughs> Cannot right? But but this memorizing of the sequence I know I also do it With my times table one oh. So I don't know the answer Automatically I will have to follow the sequence Like if you ask me What is 7 times 6 mm. I will have to go like 7, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, And it has to be in Malay Because I learnt it that way <laughs> Right yeah. That one I didn't memorize at all <laughs> Fly FM. So Merriam-Webster added Gen Z words to the dictionary, but instead of just telling you about these words, we're going to quiz Douglas. 
I think, first of all, I'm going to do quite well in this quiz because I put the gen in Gen Z. Just saying. <laughs> so I'll tell you the word. You can tell me what you think it means, right? Let's go. Number one. Sus. So easy, lah, Juanita. <laughs> sus is short for suspicious, lah. It means something that is, you know, a bit, a bit dodgy, a bit sus, a bit, uh, not genuine. Yes, correct. So if you didn't get it, it would have been very sus. <laughs> Number two. Pawn. P W N. Oh, P W N, ah. Um, okay, because I play games. I think I've seen this before in games where they, where they say that you completely um, beat someone, you dominated them, you own them. Yeah. Uh, it's, it means you, you you really pawn this player. Wow, not bad. Number three. Cringe. My niece. She says this a lot And I've often wondered why Because it, it wasn't a terribly embarrassing situation You know It, it was just a, her younger sister's birthday party <laughs> And so we asked her Can you go and stand next to Mei Mei And smile her So cringe uh, So cringe <laughs> So I'm guessing it is something embarrassing Something they don't want to do Something that's uh, That is very like yeah, Like that Yes correct Number four Janky Ah uh, yeah uh, It sounds Sound like it's disjointed, like yeah, something faulty or not working properly. Oh, so like uh, the cabinet we have is janky. Why? Because you technically didn't get it right. I told you the answer. Whatever. Number five. Baller. This is so easy, lah. Yeah. As a hip hop artist myself. <laughs> <laughs> a baller is someone who is very rich You can spend a lot of money You can buy all this jewellery uh, An example of a sentence would be You want to hear not? Okay. okay Hey man If you live openly like a baller uh, Income tax will come after you <laughs> <laughs> Alright Number 6 Yeet um, Is it something to do with Kanye? No, it's an expression of happiness or joy. Like, oh, I won first place. Yeet! Uh, really? really uh? Yeah. <laughs> I was thinking. I was thinking. This has something to do with consume. Why? Like, we took, like you know, like after this, I eat breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> Yesterday, I eat. No. Quiz, 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 quiz. It's quiz time on Fly FM. This is the Douglas Slim and Juanita podcast. Hang out with them weekday mornings from 6 to 10 a.m. on Fly FM.